Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Vlogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know about a few things that are coming up that I'm pretty excited about. So number one, if you didn't know, I hold in-person small retreats for about 30 people or less, and they're very fun, very intimate. You get to know people. And the next one that I'm having is September 11th and 12th in the beautiful Asheville, North Carolina with the Kate Doster. And the tickets for this particular event are going quickly. So if you're interested in finding out more information about it, you can check out the link in the notes of this episode, um, in the description of this episode, and you'll find the link there. The second thing I want to let you know about is my mentored mastermind groups are reopening and the deadline to join those groups or to apply to join those groups is June 7th. So if you don't know what this is, basically it's my group coaching program where people apply and I hand match them into what's called a mastermind group where they come every single week. We meet via Zoom. I lead the meeting and everybody gets a chance to be on the hot seat each week and get to talk about their goals, um, get some accountability for their goals be able to pick my brain, get ideas, get feedback, all these things. It's a great value. And this year for July through December, I'm doing a really special additional offer where if you join my mentored mastermind groups, I am going to give you access to two of my 12 week blitz boot camps. And you'll get one in Q3 and one in Q4. And these are going to be to help give you the educational part to back up um, the goals that you're probably going to be setting for yourself in these groups. And I'm really excited about this opportunity to add this educational element to the mastermind groups. And you always have the choice also, if you're not really interested in doing the mastermind group, so just sign up for one of the 12 week blitz information. And I'll put all the links to all these announcements in the show notes, in the show description, so that you'll have access to check them out if you're interested. All right, let's get on with the show for today. So in today's episode, I want to talk about how to be productive with a pivot ahead. So um, I often run into situations where people sort of know that coming up in the next few months, there's going to be some kind of like thing. It might be a vacation. It might be a wedding. It might be um, a new baby, maternity leave. Um, there are so many different things in life that bring up these sort of pivots and blogging um, you know, taking on uh, caring for a parent, all these different things. And so when you see that pivot coming ahead, I want to talk about in this episode, like, how do you plan for pivots? So summer vacations, you know, for if you're a teacher, and suddenly you're gonna have a lot more time versus going back to school. So there's a lot of situations in our lives where we're going along with our blogging game, and we know something's going to change in the future. And if we can foresee that, um, event or activity, we can plan for it and think about it ahead of time. And then we don't feel like we're playing catch up or feeling guilty or feeling overwhelmed because we have planned for that event. So, um, so number one thing that you can do when you see a pivot ahead and you want to be able to get ahead on blogging, um, I think it's important to make a plan. And part of that plan is making a list for yourself of all the things related to your blog that you would consider minimum viable product. Like what is the minimum things that you could do during that season that are the most important things? So this is like when you're making those lists of like 
urgent and important? Like, what are your urgent and important things that really keep the blog going? And for a lot of people, if, you know, the content of your website is your main um, product, so to speak, so writing blog posts is your main thing, then probably getting you know, ahead on writing and scheduling out those posts, but saying to yourself, how ahead do I need to be? And how many posts do I need to be ahead on? So, you know, if you look at your, your time during that period, and you're like, well, you know, really, the minimum viable product is for me to get one post out per week, one post out every other week, one post out per month. Um, whatever schedule you decide on, uh, you know that and then you can plan for that. So um, oftentimes, like, I'll have clients who are trying to figure out like, well, what am I going to do during my pregnancy? And like when the baby comes and how do I keep the blog going? And a lot of that is pre-planning. And I call that the one for now, one for later um, concept. So when I have clients who are going to go on maternity leave, they'll be like, well, how do I prep, you know, for when the baby comes and I may not have the energy or whatever to be able to blog. And so, you know, most of us have, roughly seven months that we know of, uh, leading up to the baby coming, um, where you have an opportunity to evaluate this sort of minimum viable product approach and to start doing one for now, one for later. So when I had the twins, um, the way that I prepared was I, every week I would write at least one post for now and publish it. And I would write a second post and schedule it to go out, um, I started with the week before my due date, just in case. So I scheduled a post to go out the week before the due date and then one post per week, like for two months, for example. So I made it my goal to write, you know, eight posts and schedule them out to go out around the time that I was having the baby. So that was one way that I prepared. Um, you know, and then you can do the same thing with email. You can write an email this week, but in the meantime, you can also write an email that you're going to schedule out to go out while you're on maternity leave. So you're able to take out your calendar, you're able to look ahead to those weeks and stuff and kind of see like, you know, what's going to be going on during that time period with whatever you have in your future, um, where you know, you're going to be out for a minute, whether it's a few weeks or a few months. Um, you can kind of look at your calendar and figure out, you know, what do I want to mention in my newsletter, or you also always have the opportunity when that season comes to put everything on RSS. So if you're using a email provider that offers RSS, which most of them do, it would mean that you would set that up around the time that you go on whatever leave that you have to take where you're not going to be able to blog as much. Um, and as those posts publish that you pre-scheduled, then they just automatically get emailed out to your email list. So it's a way of very passively keeping things warm. That's our goal. Um, so again, minimum viable product list followed by a one for now, one for later plan. Um, remember that you also like if that if that's overwhelming to you and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, I don't want to write that much stuff like one for now, one for later. You also have the opportunity to ask your friends, your other blogging friends to guest post on your site for you. Um, a lot of people like to guest post because they get links back to their website and so that helps build their SEO um, when they do guest posts on your blog, because they're getting a link back to their own website from your site. Um, you know, and it's more exposure for them, things like that. So you can always consider reaching out to blogging friends that may be able to write uh, about your niche that, you know, even if they're not necessarily in the same niche, um, you can still have them write a recipe for you or, 
you know, do something that would be in relation to the, the platform that you have. Um, I did this a long, long time ago. Um, I think it was around the time that the twins were being born. I had my uh, other personal finance blog friends write articles about things that I just didn't like I didn't have life experience to talk about. So um, with it being a personal finance focus, then I had people write things about like, what what is you know, what is what is it like to really have a timeshare? Um, you know, should you buy a timeshare? That was one of the articles. The other one was about like, you know, should couples have shared bank accounts? So it was me and my husband, and I do have shared bank accounts, but this particular article, like it was just people's perspective. It was like what I knew was their expertise. Um, I was able to have them come in and write an article. One girl was talking about like, you know, should you buy a house to renovate it and what considerations you should have and things like that. So I brought in outside expertise about things that were related to the niche that I wrote about, but were in areas that I, I didn't have the life experience to talk about. So it gave me good, strong, diverse content. It linked back to my friends' websites. So as you go into the season ahead that you can predict is going to be a little bit unpredictable, you can get your friends to help you create content if the thought of creating an extra post each week for you is overwhelming. So that's one way to approach that. The next tip that I have is to start looking into ways to automate as much as possible. And for us, you know, with WordPress, WordPress is awesome because with WordPress, you can choose your publication date and it can be in the past, present or the future. So you can, you know, plan ahead and schedule posts to publish automatically on their own. And then, you know, even with Facebook, if you don't want to pay for some software like Social Bee or Meet Edgar or, you know, Hootsuite or any of those things that are like service subscription based products, a lot of things like Facebook have built in auto scheduling now. So like you can go into Facebook, pull out your calendar, and then figure out what you want to schedule in the future to post. And so that's one way that you can prep. But you know, if you want to invest in some software, um, you know, that's like 10 to $15, 10 to $15 a month to automate your efforts, that's perfectly fine. Like you can totally do that. Tailwind will automatically post to Pinterest. And there's other tools that also, you know, will post to most social media sites. So using a tool like that can be extremely helpful for scheduling things out when you know that you're going to have to take some time off in the future. Um, and I am all about automation. And, you know, some people are like, well, I just don't want to pay that 10 or $15 a month, you know, I feel like I'm getting 10 to $15 a month to death over here with all these blogging tools. But what I like to point out to people is that if you paid a virtual assistant or an assistant or something like that to do that kind of work for you, you're going to pay a lot more money um, to have a person do it versus this digital tool. So if it's not in the budget for you to hire a person to do it, these tools can do what a person, you know, could do or would do in the future for you, um, for a little bit less right now in this particular season of your journey. So those are just things to keep in mind. Point five, when it comes to really prepping for any pivots or time off in the future, I just want to encourage you guys like really don't beat yourself up. Like that's the key. Like so many people, um, even when you're headed towards some pivot, like if you're doing pregnancy or, you know, if you're having health, health issues or whatever, like you're just going to go on day by day and you just need to do your best because I always remind people that 
especially when you're pregnant and stuff like this isn't really a season that you get back in life. So, you know, to work yourself like a dog and to be exhausted and to be tired and to be stressed out doesn't help anybody. So you just need to just relax and know that like minimum viable effort, that's what you're going for. Just, and that's why I encourage you to make that list. Like what are the minimum things that you can do that will keep your blog going so that you don't feel frustrated when you come out on the other side of this? Because what actually happens to a lot of people is that when these life pivots are ahead, they don't really prep. And so when they get there, they think I'm superwoman or superman and I'll be able to do all these things while I'm in the midst of caring for my, you know, sick parent or in the midst of having to, um, you know, have a newborn baby or be on vacation or be on, you know, <clears throat> be on a honeymoon or something like that. Like they think, oh, I'll be able to manage all this stuff. And in reality, like when you're in that space, you just want to be in that moment or you're too tired or you're having too much fun. Like there's different reasons why when you actually get to that event that you see in the future that you think is going to be all sunshines and roses and you'll, you'll be able to be superwoman and manage it all that you won't be able to. And then you're going to get into like, frustration with yourself, disappointment with yourself, and you're going to deal with all those emotions. But if you can plan for that ahead of time, and you can know that you're doing what is the minimum viable thing to keep your website and keep your keep your website warm, keep your email list warm, then, you know, even keep your social media warm wherever you have your engagements or whatever, uh, then you're doing your best. And that's all you have to worry about. And so that's why I really do encourage people to make these plans and to really think about this stuff. Because when you're in that moment, it is not easy to keep up with these things, like no matter what, because you just don't know what time constraints, you don't know what uh, internet constraints you're going to have. You don't know what energy situations you're going to have. <clears throat> and as if you have all those bases covered, then when you get there, you can just coast through that season and know that everything's going to be just fine. Not a big deal. Everything's set up. You know that you're doing the best you can. Your blog's doing the best it can. And the other thing where we talked about scheduling, I mean, most email services allow you to schedule emails out way ahead of time. Like you can schedule them as far out as you want to. Uh, or you can even set up an RSS in this particular season, like I said, where, you know, when you publish a post, it just goes out via email. So there are so many different ways and so many different tools that are available now that allow us to get ahead. And I don't know, like, for some of you guys, what the, few, the next few months ahead um, are going to involve for you and you know, how much time you're going to have to blog or not blog. Um, but ultimately, this is, I feel like, one of the best things that you can do is to keep it simple. Don't beat yourself up when you get there, like just do your best. And even if you get there and you didn't plan well, like, so let's say you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh, I wish I had heard this like six months ago. Don't beat yourself up. Like your blog will still be there. It will all still be there when you get through this particular season. It just will. That's what blogs do. They are there until you stop paying for hosting. So anyway, I just want to encourage you guys today, like, if you can foresee something coming up in the future that you know is going to be um, taking up more time and you're going to have less time for blogging, I want to encourage you to do these six things. Number one, make a plan of what is your minimum viable product. What is the minimum that you need to do to keep your blog going in the midst of that particular season? Consider doing one for now, 
one for later. And that can be social media posts, that can be posts on the blog, that can be emails, it can be whatever you need to have happen while you are out to keep the minimum viable product approach going. Three, consider getting guest posts. So if you need to have friends, blogging friends or whatever to do guest posting for you, if you need some of your power members of your community to keep your community going while you're out, um, you can do that. Like you can ask members of your group that are really responsible. So if you have a Facebook group with high engagement and you've got people in there who you feel like are strong leaders in the group, you can say, hey, I have to step out for like, you know, a few weeks, would you help me, you know, moderate things, keep things going, um, answer questions while I'm out, whatever that may be. So I guess point three is really ask for outside help. Um, because you'd be surprised at who is willing to step up and help you. Four is to automate, 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 automate. <laughs> However you can do it, automate it, try to get it going, try to get it on a schedule, try to get it going out without you having to touch it as much as humanly possible. And five is whatever you do, do not beat yourself up when you get there. Like if you didn't get that far ahead, it's okay. If the if you have to drop the ball on the blog and things don't keep going, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. It will be there when you come back. It's not going anywhere. Um, but if you can, point six, if you can plan ahead, um, do it because it will make you feel less stressed out. You'll feel like you have done what you can do to keep things going. It will be less stress for you. And you can know that like this really cool online business that you've built or are building um, is sustaining itself automatically. And that's like some of the coolest parts about what we do is that we don't have to always show up to make things happen with blogging. We can schedule ahead, um, we can automate and we can get help. So hope if any of you guys have any big events that are coming up between having a baby or, um, you know, having to go into taking care of a parent or vacations, honeymoons, weddings, whatever it may be, just know that you got this and whatever you do, just keep blogging.